Hey, welcome to Life is Short. This is a podcast about trying to bring a short film to life. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Life is Short podcast. This is episode nine, and I'm going to be flying solo today. Uh, My producer and cinematographer and uh, friend, Kelly, uh, from Nice Lady Productions, who is also my usual co-host, is in California right now visiting the Cinegear Expo in L.A., and uh, so she's having the time of her life geeking out on a whole bunch of awesome filmmaking equipment and, you know, getting to be down there right at the epicenter of uh, the filmmaking world. Um, if you want to check out what she's up to, you can always find her on Instagram at Nice Lady Productions, and she posts there, and she's got a few posts of some gear and some stuff that she's down there just excitedly checking out but so for me that means that i'm doing this episode on my own which is uh you know not the end of the world but kelly will be back next time um and in this episode i'm going to talk about a few things or a couple of things that i've been busy with on uh, the pre-production front while um you know i'm toiling away on my own while kelly is down soaking up the sun in la So the two things that I'm going to talk about briefly here are uh, music and breaking down my script. So these are two important things when it comes to any sort of production. And in this uh, film for my short film, Forgetting Me, which is, uh, you know, well under its way underway in its pre-production. These are two things that have kind of been on my mind lately. And so I thought we'd just spend a few minutes to chat a bit about those. So first off, music. So this is a really exciting development for me because um, I think as I hinted previously in an earlier episode I've connected with a composer in Vancouver and she has begun the work of coming up with a film score and this is just an incredibly interesting and fun process that um, I wasn't sure exactly how I would approach it when we were sort of started out on this adventure but now that um, I've connected with her and we've begun working I'm really enjoying the the process of you know, working through the script and kind of thinking about the sound and the feel that um, I think would go well in terms of a, of a musical score. And we've, I've had a, a couple of great conversations with the composer and, um, and I'm not, I'm not mentioning her name yet because um, I just want to, I haven't really talked to her about this podcast and I actually hope to get her on this podcast. So there's more to come there, but I just want to like, you know, get it cleared by from her so that's why i'm i'm not trying to be overly cryptic but um anyways but i've had a couple of great conversations and um it's been this just really interesting process of iteration as we refine what works what could use some tweaking and um you know we had initial chat and then she produced about these five brief motifs um sort of just short progressions um on a piano and then we worked with a couple that I thought were sort of the strongest or that I preferred for the context of the film. And then we kind of just took it from there. And she, she after a few days, uh, came back with a um, two-and-a-half-minute uh, draft that, you know, had some instrumentation. And it's just been, it's been a really uh, unexpectedly wonderful and fun experience to work with her and to actually just, you know, get get this music and hear it and hear the possibilities of how this could really enhance the um, um, elements of the film and, you know, be used in like a trailer or just as sort of the backdrop for the actual, you know, for the definitely for the ending of the film, probably a bit at the start. So not entirely sure exactly where I'll use it in, in all of its uh, throughout the actual film, but I know it's definitely going to be a great, um, addition to, you know, to kind of bring out the mood and enhance the, the overall 
sentiment and uh, they support the visuals of the of the film. So and just really it's I'm I'm excited and it's just been a really interesting process to work through. So as I said, I will hopefully get her on the podcast. I'll be talking to her in a couple of days and I'm going to propose that and see if maybe we can have just a quick conversation about what the process has been like from her side. Because, you know, I get these little brief glimpses of, you know, finished product or draft product. But obviously she's kind of put a lot of thought into it, um, gave her a copy of the script. And so I think it'd be an interesting perspective because I've, I've really, I've really gotten a lot out of this, a lot out of this. And I've, um, I've really, really come to like enjoy this part of this, of the process. So more on that. Um, so stay tuned. So the other element though, that I've been really busy with is just breaking down the script. So this has also been a really interesting process. And just in case there's some unfamiliarity with what breaking down their script breakdown is, it's there's basically a process where you go through the, your script and the standard process is you divide each page into eighths and it's, you know, you can use there's software out there. You can do it, but, or you can do it the way I did it just old school where you get a ruler, divide the page into eight, and then you kind of work your way down the page. And it basically just gives you a more granular, um, detail when you're looking at and examining your script. So then you, after you've done this and you've marked it all up with the lines and pencils, then you go through each of those eight sections on each page and you begin highlighting with the color coded, um, you know, legend that you come up with and there are sort of standards out there, all the elements of the, of the script that you need to be really mindful about. And they could be things like special effects, um, costumes, hair, makeup, stunts, uh, props, the characters themselves. There's a whole bunch of standard things you need to flag. There may be other production notes and things you'd include in there. And as you work through this, you really start to get a, not only does your script look really colorful, like a little bit of a Christmas tree, but also it just really visually draws out the, um, what you need to make sure you've got in place so that, you know, it becomes a very practical way of, um, uh, attending to all the details that inevitably are buried within the script. Cause you know, as you're reading through dialogue and, and the, the action and description, um, if you read it as just sort of like a, a piece of, of, um, you know, fiction or literature type of thing, you're not necessarily paying attention to all of the little details, but when you start to break it down, you start to see like, Oh yeah, there's like, you know, what happens here? If he's making coffee, do I have a coffee maker? Or where do I get, you know, do I have coffee grounds? What are all the things that you would have if you were doing that? But in the script, it's just like, you know, Oh, he has a cup of coffee. So it starts to bring to light all these little elements that you need to really focus on. Um, so it's got, it serves a really practical purpose. And a couple of the elements that I need to focus on that um, I knew about, but again, just becomes a bit more clear in the script is there's a piece in the script in my story, Forgetting Me, where um, some glass is broken. So I need to figure out a way to deal with that as well as, you know, a bit of blood, nothing too dramatic because it's not a zombie film, but, uh, you know, a bit of blood um, that comes from broken glass. And so as I was thinking through this, I've been hunting online and I found a couple of recipes for creating um, basically breakaway glass from sugar, which goes back to the early days of Hollywood, apparently. And uh, I just haven't gotten out the uh, the pot and the ingredients to concoct that, but maybe I'll sort of share the details of how that goes when I finally get to doing that because I need to do that quickly. As well as a couple really um, interesting recipes for blood, which seems way simpler than I thought it was going to be. So I, I have more work to do in terms of prep, uh, pre-production and prep, but the script breakdown has um, been really useful in terms of just making sure I'm not losing sight of all of these little details that, you know, I definitely would not want to miss because the last thing I want to do is get to shooting and the shooting day and have, 
um, you know, expecting like, okay, here we need to set this up and, oh, geez, I don't have this prop. And then now all of a sudden, you know, people are waiting around and that's a waste of time and it's not going to do anybody any favors. So it's going to be really helpful to make sure that that's all in place and that um, I can focus on um, the elements that I need to focus on on the day, like the actors and making sure we're capturing what we need and not stressing about, you know, random props and things that might be missing or that we haven't taken taken care of. Um, lastly, interesting little development is this, as I was working through the script breakdown, I came, I sort of, I've had this discussion with the actors a couple of weeks ago and uh, we were talking about the script and about sort of the story. And they were asking me a couple of questions about the characters and sort of what they do. And I sort of described this story because they hadn't seen the full script yet at that point. And I was describing how there's these ebbs and flows of the script and the story kind of moves um, <clears throat> a little bit like a roller coaster to some degree, I think is one of the, one of the ways I kind of characterized it. Um, and so as I was going through the script breakdown, I thought about that conversation that I had and I, I th it occurred to me like, you know, it'd be useful maybe to visualize this even for myself, but then I thought maybe it might be useful for the actors as well, because um, I wanted to plot out, you know, what is the actual kind of flow of the of the script as it kind of moves through these the storyline and the the various sort of crescendos and arcs that happen throughout the the ten minutes or so. So what I did is I kind of uh, you know geeked out in my own way here, and I I created a X and Y axis, and I just sort of plotted this out and I've never seen this done before. So, you know, um, it's not some incredible invention, but it's just something that I thought would be useful to do. So, and I call it sort of my story path and, uh, you can check out my Twitter feed at Eddie Piazentine. That's my full name. So try to spell that. But, uh, <laughs> um, where I posted a picture of it or I tweeted a picture of it and what it basically does is it shows over about the 10 minute period of time, uh, sort of a level of intensity is kind of what I was sort of trying to map out. And the level of intensity starts from essentially zero from the opening scene and goes all the way to the end at around, you know, the give or take the 10, 10 minute mark. And it's, I, you know, as, as sort of a rough uh, look at the film in terms of um, not, not words or anything, but just sort of moments and intensity moments in the film, it does actually provide a really interesting picture, I think. In terms of like where the movie is going and and what the what the ride is like, I guess for the viewer and in this case, I'm thinking also for the actors because I'm going to share it with them, and um, I think it'll really complement the conversation that we were having a couple weeks ago, where I was like, you know, there's part they've got to be a bit softer because then they're going to get you know there's this other bit of conflict a minute later and they have to be more intense there, but then there's another part you know two minutes later where they've come back down. Um, and there's a bit of a, not maybe not a resolution, but definitely sort of a more of a, a coming together where the, the couple in the film have a brief moment where they, they kind of have a bit of a more honest moment where it's not necessarily driven by conflict. And as I was describing this, it was, you know, like I said, it was kind of going up and down, up and down. And I think visually seeing it has been really helpful for me to, just help me kind of like place my mind in terms of where the actor's intensity needs to be when it comes time to shoot and to make sure that there's, I guess, um, an appropriate level of modulation in terms of their delivery, just so that the last thing I want, and I don't think they would do this anyways, but the last thing I would want, I think, is that we would shoot it and it would be a very from minute, you know, maybe two to 10, because the first minute there wouldn't be that much in there anyways, but the, from two to 10, uh, um, a fairly flat line of um, intensity and delivery. I just think it wouldn't be interesting and it's not authentic. Um, 
in terms of the actual conflict that happens in the script and that happens in real life. So I think that's going to be a really, hopefully, useful tool for them. Or maybe I just wasted my time and it's just really useful for me to geek out on as I sort of plot out ways of thinking about this film. But I just found it to be a really useful lens uh, to look at my my script with. And uh, like I said, I've, I've, I've found it to be a very um, interesting perspective on what actually happens with these characters and the journey that they take over 10 minutes and kind of how it, how it kind of rises and falls and ultimately leading to sort of this conclusion at the end. So anyways, I got it all plotted out. You can find it on, on Twitter if you want to have a quick look, but um, uh, I will share it with the actors and hopefully they provide, they uh, find it as useful as I did. So that's pretty much the episode for this, this, uh, this time around. Um, uh, so as the whirlwind of activity continues in the pre-production, I've only got about four weeks uh, to go until we shoot. So it's, uh, it's coming quicker than I thought, but it's, uh, it's still a lot to do, but I'm pretty excited about getting to that day and, and sort of seeing what we can kind of uh, capture on, on film um, or on our red camera, I guess, not film, but capture digitally. Um, in the meantime, if you have any questions about our process, uh, just want to get in touch, whatever the case, leave me a message and you can use the anchor.fm app uh, to connect with us. This is the app that I'm using to record this podcast on, and it's a pretty fantastic app. And if you just get it on your phone, it's on Android or Apple. Um, you can leave us a leave us a message right within there, and I, you know, if you've got a question or something interesting to say, I'd love to hear it, and we can include it in a future episode, or just reach out to us through our website at forgettingmemovie.com. And please also subscribe to this podcast. You're listening to this, so that's fantastic. I definitely appreciate it. So if you can subscribe, that'll send a signal that uh, you know we're being listened to and heard, and that would be fantastic. And we are also now on eight services. I'm happy to report. So. Uh, we started out on just two, two, and then three, and now there's more and more that are picking up the podcast. So that's pretty exciting. So the complete list you can find on anchor.fm slash life is short. That's the URL, the homepage for the actual podcast, or just go to our movie website, forgettingmemovie.com, and you'll find a link to the podcast there. But you can find us on a whole bunch of services, including Stitcher, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and more. So please check us out, subscribe, and we will see you next time.